Sox. White Sox. Go, 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 go. Call your sons, call your daughters. Holy cow. You can put it on the board. Yeah. Yes. It's a perfect game. Right out goes. Grand slam. A White Sox winner and a world championship. Who's your hero tonight? Thanks, Cubs. The dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know? Come with me. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox Podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello, and welcome back to Locked On Sox. My name is Herb Lawrence, producer for 670 The Score. Actor123 is the way you can follow me on Twitter. Chris Tannehill, also a producer on 670 The Score. At Chris Tannehill on Twitter. Locked On Sox on Twitter, Instagram. And on YouTube. And thank you for making Locked on Socks your first listen every day. Locked on Socks is free and available on all platforms, including Locked on Socks on YouTube. Go there and subscribe right now. 312-566-8727. We'll get to some of your voice messages today. 312-566-8727 or Locked on Socks. At gmail.com, it is Chris Tannehill. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. It's Friday. We made it. And uh, another week in the books. And uh, sadly, the offseason staring us right in the face here. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, and we are brought to you today by our friends at Spotify Green Room. Download the Spotify Green Room app and find one of our locked on rooms. All right. So there's a lot of stuff here to talk about with the manager of the White Sox. And, you know, he had mentioned the other day. Uh, during his uh, postseason uh, press conference to end the, end the season, and you know he talked about you know sort of the the thought process and what was going to happen and whether or not he was going to return. And Tony La Russa basically saying, "Hey, every, every year I have a process. If the if the owner wants me back, and if the players want me back, then I'll be back." So he he basically will will you know. Which I don't know if I believe that all of a sudden they're going to have an, an exit poll here with, with the players in the clubhouse. Like, hey, do you want your manager back? You know, a lot of these guys are probably already uh, on their next flight home to uh, Miami or Texas or California or, or you know, the Dominican Republic or Venezuela. Yeah, I already saw uh, <laughs> Rodon back at home chilling. <laughs> on his farm yeah his family all good yeah so oh you know tony's looking around hey anyone not want me back <laughs> crickets <laughs> you know so oh, there that answers that question uh so it's a weird process i think it's very much uh hey look at me aren't i a great guy you know uh, i leave it up to the players if i come back um jose abreu speaking a couple days ago on a conference call on Tony La Russa, quote, I'm pretty sure he's going to come back. He won't leave us alone. Um, and then Tim Anderson uh, today. So weird. I, I know. Think you, the, the, I don't know if you put the right uh, inflection there. It seems weird. <laughs> you won't leave us alone. <laughs> he's like, so, 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 just so, following so, us. So you think it should be like, he won't leave us alone. You think it's more like that, or, or he won't or leave Billy, us alone, <laughs> or Billy Russo is not doing his words correctly. He's no, not translating the words he, correctly. No, he does. That, that sounds like he's a, like a, a following them. He won't leave us alone. No, Jeez. I know Billy. Billy does a great job. You know, maybe that's just uh, Pito. You know, they, they they've developed quite a bond. 
uh, Jose Abreu and Tony Larusa. You know, it, that was like one of the first guys to sort of validate Tony once he got here was Jose Abreu after seeking counsel from Albert Pujols. But yeah, that, I did find that quote funny. That's from James Vegan on Twitter. I did not. I was not on that Zoom call. Uh, he won't leave us alone, or he won't leave us alone. It's really funny. Uh, there should be an inflection thing on Twitter here, but uh, alas, there is not. And then I was on the the uh, Zoom call with TA today, and he looked like he was. You know, not interested in talking to the media, and I'm not saying that as, as a slam against TA, who who is outstanding with the media and always gives a good quote and is always fun to deal with. But I think he maybe had a little bit of a cold there, and you know, uh, you know, it was surprising to see him back still at the facility. I know he lives in town or whatever, but you know, I think that's would have been the last thing that I would want to do is is give an exit interview uh, to the media after a tough loss like that, and. You know, to his credit, you know, he wasn't short. He gave people good answers like he always does. And, you know, uh, he wasn't particularly insightful on what went wrong and how the team can improve. You know, he, he said, I'm sorry, I don't have a great answer for that, but talk to me in spring training and I'll definitely have an answer for you. But there's one thing that he did speak on a, a little bit today. And, you know, he was asked straight up about Tony La Russa and whether or not uh, he's going to return. And, uh, the impact that Tony had on the team in 2021. Take a listen to what T.A. said today. Yeah, uh, you know, huge impact. Um, you know, everybody thought we wasn't going to get along, but, you know, overall, we was talking behind the scenes the whole time. Um, and, you know, just for him to, you know, uh, you know, the, the players come first. And, um, you know, he makes that he makes that known. Uh, we're one big family. Um, but I think he did a great job, you know, coming in and, uh, you know, being a part of the, part of what we, you know, been trying to do. And, um, you know, I couldn't be more happy than what, you know, what he did. Um, you know, the relationship was was great. Um, overall, with, with the players, everybody was just getting along with him. Um, you know, I think he came in and did what he's supposed to do. Um, and, you know, hopefully he could, you know, step right back in and, uh, you know, continue to push us next year and, uh, you know, make these decisions that he did. Uh, I think he did a great job overall. Um, and, you know, I was very pleased with, you know, how he handled it. He, uh, he he pretty much stated that he won't come back unless ownership wants him back and the players want him back. Yep. I know you can only speak for yourself, but what would that vote be? Yeah, for me, yeah, I, I want to be back. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, my decision don't really matter. Um, so I guess it all depends on what the front office think. Um, but, you know, for on my half, as far as, you know, speaking for players, player standpoint. Yeah, for sure. I definitely want him in. Uh, I think he did a great job with, you know, the way he managed and, uh, you know, just being open and uh, you know, let us do what we what we wanted to do, um, you know. But, you know, when we took the field, we was going to go out and play hard for him and, uh, you know, give him everything we got. So um, I was very pleased with him. Thanks again. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. So that was Tim Anderson earlier today. And, you know, I, and then just a matter of hours later, uh, just at one hour later, I think thereabouts, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals fired Mike Schilt. Uh, you know, that was a really odd presser. I, I sat in for that one as well. And just a, a, a parting of ways, it, it was an, a, an organizational difference in philosophy that was strictly baseball related because Passon asked the question, is this baseball or is this something else? And they said, no, this is baseball. And they said, okay, well, uh, when did it happen? And they said, recently 
And I haven't done much digging on this topic since since I, I left work. But you know, I was speculating with 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 Spiegel, and you know, you know, they were talking about how the, Wainwright was pulled pretty early in that game, in the elimination game, and maybe that's the the difference in philosophy. Like he was too quick to go to the bullpen, but they said it happened quickly, and they said Mike Schilt was shocked, as opposed to people who get fired and they're they're not surprised whatsoever. So everyone was drawing the natural conclusions and drawing the lines. Uh, well, hey, this is a great opportunity for Tony Larusa uh, to go back to St. Louis. I'm coming home. <laughs> I'm coming home. Uh, then Bob Nightingale again. Bob Nightingale tweets. Meanwhile, in Chicago, Tony Larusa is definitely returning to the White Sox. So no, he's not going to the St. Louis Cardinals. And with, and with that, everyone's dreams were crushed of a Tony Larusa reunion. And then it came out later on in the day as well. That Tony LaRusso is believed to have signed a three-year contract uh, when he signed with the White Sox last offseason. So uh, all signs her pointing towards Coach Tony returning for a, another season. Um, is that how you see this thing shaking out? Yes, unfortunately. Um, I mean, that will be so perfect if he went back to St. Louis. <laughs> like, we were just discussing, like, if you pulled White Sox fans – Probably 65 to 75 don't like Tony. Don't like Tony. Don't like his managing style. He can go somewhere else. It'd be great. If you polled the St. Louis crowd, probably 95% are like, yes, give me Tony LaRusso. He brought, what, two championships home for us. We love that man. He could do no wrong here in the city of St. Louis with our garbage food. Um, <laughs> hey, so, Happy Smokehouse is good. You know it. I never went there. But you know what, um, though? Now that I got my smoker, like I see it a little differently now. I can get my own smokehouse going in, in the backyard. So maybe, exactly. it's, maybe it's not that good. That was like a decade ago. My And my palate has, has matured, has matured over the years. So maybe Sorry. Right. Uh, is it Lion's Den? Is that their restaurant there? That Lions, their Arby's? No, Lion's Choice. Lion's Choice? Yeah. Okay, Lion's Choice. Yeah, that was fine. What was it the quor- salty. Quor- quarter ice cream cones? Is that what it yeah, was? Yeah, yeah quarter i think when I, we went down on courtney I, it was like 75 cents by back oh, then but thanks you know, obama get, yeah you can get your lion's choice like in medium and medium rare and we got it rare medium rare and it was really salty and really rare not medium at all but it was delicious i we enjoyed ourselves at the uh, lion's choice so they got that thing in the ted drew's garbage but otherwise the pizza's garbage the whole city is pretty boring except for that soulard place it's awesome but what's it called? Soulard. Okay. What it's is like it? Soul Lard. It's like uh, Soulard. It's where Ranji t- took me. It's like a oh. kind of a hip happening place in St. Louis. It's like there, uh, a couple bars and people hang out after and can drink outside. I think I don't know. Missouri's a lawless <laughs> place. Whatever. Except for Kansas City. Kansas City is awesome. It's in the other state, other side of the state, which is weird. It's just like a totally dichotomy from St. Louis to Kansas City. I digress. But it would be a perfect marriage for those two to get together. But Jerry probably wouldn't let that happen because he wants to be proven right. And Tony signed a three-year deal, according to Bob Nightingale. The only way he can get out of that is probably a trade. St. Louis probably doesn't want to trade. They have a lot of candidates, including their current catcher, that can be a player manager. And that'll prove my point more that managers don't matter that much because you've got a guy who's going to be a player doing the managing. So it's either going to be him, Okendo, a couple other internal candidates they're going to be interviewing for this job. I don't know. I don't understand why Schilt got fired. I'm speculating that he asked for more money because he just won 17 games in a row to get them into the goddamn playoffs where they were the same record as the Cubs. And then 
went off and had a great second half of the season. You know why? Because they got their pitching back. Jack Flaherty, uh, uh, John Lester started pitching well when they traded for him. Everybody's like, why are you trading for John Lester? You guys are out of the race. He proved to be a good guy. You know, Miles McAllis was out for a long time. Wayno had a great season as a 39-year-old. That team performed, in my estimation, over expectations. I know they got Nolan Aaron out in the beginning of the year, and they were thinking, okay, here we go. We're going to be beating the Milwaukee Brewers for the NL Central. But things didn't happen, and they turned it on in the second half and got the job done when they got healthier down the second half. And Nolan Arenado got a little bit more comfortable. So did Goldschmidt. They started hitting like they do. So I don't know. I don't know why they fired him, but I speculate he asked for a little bit more money. Yeah, and I, this is one of those situations where, where Sox fans are they're really grasping at straws here, and uh, it's like you're you're in a bad relationship, and every day you know that so and so is going to walk through the door, and it's just going to bring down your, your your whole vibe, man. You know, you're just gonna it's going to be a real bummer uh, when they walk through that door, and you're just in a loveless marriage, and you know you can't wait for one of you to finally die. <laughs> But it's it's not going to happen. Uh, we're we're we are we are tied at the hip here uh, with Tony La Russa, and it is what it is. I don't think he's going anywhere. Uh, but you know, at the same time, I think um, it's funny. The, as angry as we were about a calendar year ago, I, I think we're we're. We've pretty much been, you know, beaten into submission here, and, and, mm-hmm. and you know, with with the White Sox ways, and I think we're we're all pretty much resigned to our fate here, and I don't think we care as much as we would have a, a year ago. But I think they we realize though that how much managers don't matter, and even as bad as as he was in certain spots early in the season, I think he made up for it late. And ultimately, we realized that at the end of the day, you just didn't have the horses to compete against the Astros. And, you know, granted, Tony didn't have a great ALDS. It happens. You know, maybe it's a sample size thing. You know, your, your team didn't have a great ALDS as well. But uh, it's not happening, folks. Tony's coming back. Maybe. I, I mean, you know me, Mr. Brightside Positivity, looking at it through all angles. Maybe after a year of being with his team and knowing the tendencies and scouting his, his team and scouting the flaws, maybe they can come into spring training and have a better game plan of how they can truly improve, uh, you know, uh, with, with basically the same team. Because they'll make some upgrades. I don't know how significant they'll be, but maybe he'll be able to say, you know, do some self-scouting and, and say, look, this is where we have to improve, no doubt. And I've done it before in my years, and we, we, we've gotten teams better defensively. You know, we've been able to keep the run game in check uh, with teams in the past. So that that's my one positive outlook on this is that ultimately they don't matter. And ultimately the only thing that matters is will the players be better and will they perform better? So I, I ultimately I think uh, it's a, it's a moot point and, I, and I'm not going to spend a whole off season trying to make the case of why Tony LaRusso shouldn't be the manager. We could talk about how they need to arm him with a little bit more data or data in terms of, you know, spray charts and defensive positioning. But I, I think that's a conversation that he could be willing, uh, he could be open to to listening. And being hopefully. A, hopefully, like, you know, because I think that's that's pretty clear. I, I don't know how much it matters in 162, but I think being open to it certainly would help. And I think it did play out in the, in the ALDS. I think it, it showed that it did matter a bit. Granted, like I said, going back to what we've been saying for the past week, Pitchers didn't pitch or hitters didn't hit, so you, the spray chart really doesn't matter in, in totality in that. But I think that the devil in the details, and if you explain to him, hey, there's a reason for this, and here's the percentages, I think you know he's you know inclined enough 
where he could say, okay, I understand that because it's all about tendencies, right? It's the same principles that you know you have when you're constructing a bullpen and when you're you know mapping out a game uh, for that night is is that he's been one to do with his bullpen. So it's the same principles. So hopefully, you know, Dallas Keuchel can come to him and uh, you know I'm the real and be like, hey man, I need more help in this area, and the whole team needs more help in this area. So. Yeah, that, that's where we're at with it. Tony's coming back, at least in, in, in our opinion here. And ultimately, it probably won't matter in the big picture because he's just the manager. Um, no, it won't. Should we but take? It's just, it's just sad. Yeah, you know, he uh, doesn't inspire confidence. That's it's my like, whole thing. He's not inspiring. When you watch those post game press conferences, you like, how could you walk in, in into a clubhouse and be inspired? Maybe that's not what he's looking for. Maybe you know it, he's just looking to establish a tone of discipline, self-discipline and, you know, players policing themselves and accountability. Maybe he's just trying to, to set that atmosphere and not an atmosphere, a rah-rah thing. Cause it is baseball. You got, you get a guy out there, you know, top step of the dugout rah-rah every day. And you get a guy knocking over a, a buffet table at the end of a, of a post game. It doesn't, you know, after a while the message gets, you know, you, you, you get numb to it. So I, I think there is a little bit of that to it. But when you listen to him in these post game press conferences, like I said, like Dusty's only 72, Tony's like 77, it's only five years, but sometimes it seemed like 50 in this postseason, hearing those two guys talk about their ball clubs, man. So hopefully that th- things improve. I know the Zoom calls didn't do much in that regard in terms of the communication. It was just a, a chore to listen to, but uh, he'll be back and it won't matter, and uh, we still have angry calls. Should we get to some more of them after a timeout? Let's do it. All right, more angry calls, or maybe not, next here on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar, it's the best-tasting protein bar ever. Don't you love freedom of choice? That's what we love about this country, right? Well, it's no different at BuiltBar.com. They have so many different delicious flavors for you to try. There's something for everyone. Every Built Bar fan that I know, they've got their different favorite flavors. I have mine. Herb has his. Mine, of course, German chocolate. Thankfully, I still have a surplus here from the last time I ordered them. I'm down about 25 pounds now. Thanks to our friends at Built Bar. I've been replacing a lot of those bad sugary snacks with Built Bars, and it's made all the difference. There's so many flavors to choose from. Coconut, Cherry Barcia, Raspberry, Mint Brownie, Double Chocolate, Salted Caramel, Strawberry, Orange, Cookies and Cream, and of course, German Chocolate. So if you haven't tried all these great flavors, great way to get introduced to something new is mix it in. Get a mixed box of Built Bars. That way you can try something new along with the flavors that you already love. So when you get the mixed box, you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. And best of all, they're not only delicious, they're also healthy. 17 to 18 grams of protein in each bar, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and just 4 to 5 grams of net carbs per Built Bar. All delicious, all good for you. Order today, Built Bar, the official protein bar of U.S. track and field. Go to BuiltBar.com and use our promo code LOCK15, and that's going to get you 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. All right, 312-566-8727, 312-566-8727 is the Locked on White Sox voicemail. We're going to lean on you guys a lot this offseason for emails, LockedOnSox at gmail.com. That's LockedOnSox at gmail.com. Got someone checking in from the 260. Hey, fellas, uh, this is Will from Warsaw, Indiana, driving back home from the game today with my with my son, first playoff game for him. Uh, so that was uh, – it was special. Uh, this year that was him. He He's six. He, he was happy to be there the whole time, just taking it in. So that kind of helped put things in perspective for me. Uh, otherwise, though, incredibly, incredibly disappointing. Um, we're just we're just bad. 
uh, we're not we're not as good, I should say. Um, and we underachieved. Uh, so if anything gives me hope, it's how how much we underachieved. Kopech underachieved. Uh, Kimbrel. I keep hearing people not wanting to bring him back. I think that's crazy um, because Hendricks. Uh, Closers are finicky. Colome lost his job with, with Minnesota for a while. Uh, I like that insurance. Uh, any, but we need a right fielder. Probably need a second baseman. Uh, unless Moncada is going to go back over there, which I am not necessarily for. Uh, but I'm rambling now. Uh, appreciate the show. Love you guys. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, we will do a full roster breakdown and, and talk about the areas of need probably next week, I think, while it's still fresh in our mind. Maybe that will be Monday or Tuesday show. But uh, just a, a quick point here, you know that's so awesome taking your son to to this first playoff game. Uh, that's got to be a cool experience, especially at six years old. If he was locked in the whole time, that's a good job by you. That's some good dadding right there. I know my daughter when I take her to the game and you hear thunderstruck or you hear the first couple notes thunder. She wants she she wants pizza and ice cream by the time you get to the the na 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 you know so she's 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 about had it after just a few minutes there so you're able to keep your six year old locked in that's some top notch dad in right there but um, I think to his point about the volatility of bullpens and it, it's a fair one we talk about it all the time but I think that's another reason maybe why they wouldn't be inclined to keep Craig Kimbrell on, on their roster for that price because you don't want to have so much money tied up in, in bullpen guys because of the inherent volatility in, in those spots. Like it's a, it's really that that's, that's a risky game pouring a lot of money into your bullpen year in and year out. And I don't think that's a, a game financially that the White Sox want to play. Just generally speaking, that that can be very expensive, especially when you're looking to, you know, when you keep chasing move after move, you know what I mean, and, and throwing uh, good money after bad. Like, I think that's going to be a huge part of this as well. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm just uh... – <laughs> So, so, man, and I can't speak to the family uh, situation because I don't have like kids and stuff like that. I have a dog. Is that does that count? People tell me when a dog's count as a family count as kids, right? Yeah, I mean, sure. Until you, yeah, <laughs> so someone with a kid, uh, you know, when I hear that, when I hear my my pets are my kids, like I'll be, oh, okay, really? <laughs> like I would never say. That. Courtney always says, "Oh, what's your daddy doing?" It's like I don't know. He's in Iowa. Yeah, um, you're human owners here, though. Yeah, do you have Sorry, to dog. do you have to take a big portion of your paycheck and you know uh, pay for you know um, uh, doctor visits and and you know piano lessons and ballet lessons and you know I mean, Ziggy is talented, but he doesn't know how to. <laughs> That would Tickle be the Irish as yet. Not yet. I'm not ruling it out for Ziggy. He's very talented. But that would be quite the reveal. Uh, you know, if you actually paid less money for Ziggy's piano lessons than I did for my daughter's uh, keyboard lessons. But yeah. And then you're buying new clothes for the kids seemingly every two months, you know, because they keep growing and growing and growing. Yeah. Uh, your pet is not your kid, folks. You may love it, uh, but, uh, you know. It, not everyone's suited to be a parent. Not everyone should be a parent. But it's. I thought that we were dog parents until we had our child. They're like, oh, this is what parenting is. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I leave my – well, we leave our dog at home well, hours at a time. That's what I'm I saying. I don't think I can do that with a, a kid. Can yes, we? you nailed it. I mean, th- theoretically, I was looking up this last night. Like, in the first year for the Corgi, like, after it turns one, it is, like, 15 years old in human years. So I was like, I thought it was seven. But no, apparently it's 15. Then it slows down after that. But yeah, I'll leave a 15 year old person home when I get one. But yeah. now he's only eight months old. So it's only like, what is that? 
I can't do I can't do, can't do math. <laughs> yeah, it's too, too late. much. Yeah, no one can know. It's only four months. I can't even do the calculations. Whatever. But yeah, I can't leave my kids at home. Where if I do, I'll get thrown in jail. Um, but yeah, I I don't know about uh, next year and uh, the excitement that's gonna be. I don't like. I we're gonna we talked about the the lockout and or strike that's gonna happen. I'm just so disillusioned right now with the White Sox. <laughs> They've ruined, not ruined my life. It just made a nice dark cloud for this already depressing fall into winter coming up. I need one of those lights that Danny Mac used to talk about. <laughs> the seasonal affective disorder, like yellow lights that make it really bright in your house. Yeah, man. You know what? You guys, uh, well, you guys have been all around the world and I, yeah, yeah. And I know Courtney's busy with, with, uh, with law school and stuff, but yeah, take it, take a trip to a warm place somewhere. I, you know, I, I think it's going to be necessary after the way. This yeah. Her season. dad lives in Myrtle beach, so we can go down there. Yeah. Go unwind on Myrtle beach time. That's for sure. Uh, we got an, uh, another voicemail. Uh, we're, we're, we're coming down to the last of it here. Last of the voicemails. Here's uh, from the three, one, two. And I get transcriptions on these. So we can mm-hmm. kind of preview what they say before we get them. And usually it's, hey, Tanny and Herb, like that's what people say. Or but, misspelling of uh, mine or your name. Well, here it is. Uh, the, the the transcription says, Italian Herb. <laughs> it's John and Brookfield. I won't, <laughs> I won't do it. Okay. Nope. I'm not going to do it. Nope. Yep. I don't want to be. Yeah, easy, John Gruden. As a racist. <laughs> easy, Gruden. As a racist. <laughs> All right. I mean, would I be a racist? Just a bigot. Whatever. Yeah, I was gonna do. I was gonna do a horrible voice anyway. So it would have been. I'll just do. I'll, it would be like my uh, Irish voice or ju- like Jamaican. Jamaican, yeah, exactly. All right, here's the three one two. Hi, Tanny and Herb. Hey, Italian Herb. <laughs> Hi, Tanny and Herb. This is John from Brookfield. Just got home from the game. Um, it was Man, awesome. Lot Lots of traffic. of traffic after <laughs> yeah. getting kicked in the balls, um, but. Uh, one thing. By the way, I I find it to be like this is one of the big missteps by the White Sox to to charge fifty dollars uh, for a lot specifically designed to kick you in the balls. So that that's uh, that that's an overreach by by them. You should hey, not you should, for <laughs> you should not be uh, paying someone to kick you in the balls. So, but, but they did have that extra lot set up just to kick you in the rocks on the way out. Uh, but, but yeah, anyway. I want to say, and I'm sure a lot of a lot of fans will agree with me. Hendricks should have fucking plunked El Tuve. Instead of serving up that home run, he should have hit him in the goddamn grill. Okay, sorry, guys. I'm a little excited. Oh a little uh, upset. Uh, thank you, and uh, it was a great season. Later on. Oh, I thought you had calmed down uh, driving all that way from Chicago to Brookfield in three days. Oh, my God. You know, it's he, all good, John. That was awesome. I love it. I, I got to hear Tec- the, Sorry, Techno, by the way. I, oh, always. Yeah, we haven't apologized to Techno yet this episode. I love the end of this call. Instead of serving up that home run, he should have hit him in the goddamn grill. Okay, sorry, guys. Oh, We're well. excited. A little uh, upset. Uh, thank you, thank you, and uh, it was a great season. Later on. Thank you, John. Yeah, oh, we, we, we appreciate <laughs> we appreciate you, John. Very very excited. Did you hear Ozzy on our station the other day on Mullion Hall going in uh, on on the Sox not plunking uh, Altuve in that ninth inning? He was not happy. He did it on the post game show as well. But Ozzy, old old school baseball hardo man, he was not happy with going. He said he would have uh, he would have uh, he would have wanted to scrap on the field, have a little rhubarb going on out there and to make sure that one of their players got hurt for the next round of the postseason. I was like, hey, yo. That's childish. (laughs) 
That's childish baseball. I mean, it doesn't have that. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me though. Like I said, these guys are just trying to make it uh, back to their flights to the to the, I mean, the, to the Texas or the Dominican. <laughs> I mean, we haven't heard from Sean Tracy since. Exactly. Have we? I mean, is he alive after he Ozzy kicked him off the team? Pretty much. We're not plunking, or was it a ranger or something like that? Yeah, Chris Ranji. Yeah, v- Vincente Padilla. Remember, he was the one that was doling out the uh, the bean balls uh, for, uh, to White Sox hitters, and that was uh, why Sean Tracy uh, was sent out to retaliate. And never heard from him again. Um, all right, last one here. We we called him out earlier for for bailing on us on the post game show on six seven the score on Sunday night. Here's our ray of sunshine. Hey, Chris and Herb, Mark in Litchfield Park. Hey, uh, I apologize for. Bailing on you on Sunday, but um, had about three hours of sleep and was up for 20 hours trying to purchase a home in Chicago oh. and, and move back where we belong and escape this godforsaken desert. And, I agree. Uh, that's become a very difficult prospect. Um, I'm not going to get into all the details, but it's not easy. But uh, anyway, I tried, but I couldn't hang anymore because I'm old and kind of fat. So, um, there's that. And the Kimbrell thing, Herb, I'm in agreement with you. You know, part of the reason I didn't want Kimbrell was because of Tony's propensity to be stubborn and not work with players and not give over to what people want. Instead, he wants everyone to do what he says. You know, it's kind of the Matt Nagy way, you know, square pegs and round holes. So that's part of the reason I didn't want him. Uh, the other reason I didn't want him is that he's kind of been up and down over the last four or five years. And, you know, you could throw COVID in there and all the rest of that and then him getting picked up late by the Cubs in 19. And, um, you know, there, he's had some problems that weren't of his own doing. And he's also been not great in other situations that, you know, everything went his way. So um, I just much rather had a bat at that point. Uh, but anyway, uh, kind of beating a dead horse at this point. And you're right. you got to keep the guy because now you've sold out for him. You can't dump him without trading him and getting something back. It, it, that doesn't make any sense at all. But uh, I'm in complete agreement with fast. that point. Dump him. Uh, and again, I'm sorry I missed you guys on Sunday. It would have been a better way to converse than this, you know, one way and then, you know, one way again, you know. So thanks again, guys, for a great season. Thanks, Bye. Mark. This whole time I thought Litchfield Park was somewhere in Illinois or a neighborhood in Chicago. No, it's in the Maricopa County in Arizona. Yeah. It's a goddamn Avondale and Goodyear. Yeah, Mar- yeah, Mar- Maricopa County. Watch out there if you're if you're on the roads in Maricopa County, especially in the months of February and March. Um, hey, good job by by Mark uh, leaving Phoenix, Arizona area for Chicago uh, in in October. Isn't this the time where you want to be out there in in Arizona? Don't you want to stick it out? You know, and, exactly uh, for another winter there. Um, I don't know, but hey, we always. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't live in the desert personally, even though, you know, like Henry Hill, uh, I'm, I'm bronchial <laughs> and my allergies. Like, I, you know, I'd love to, to live in the dry air out there. You know what I mean? But um, like I, I we went out there for Memorial Day weekend. It was hot. But still, like I was trying to think of, OK, when it's regular in the mornings, it's like 70 degrees. It's nice and beautiful. Yeah, and is. I was like thinking to myself and looking around, I was like, 
could I live around here? Because, you know, Courtney's going to be a lawyer. She works for a big time uh, multinational corporation, so they could transfer anywhere. Could I live here? And I was like, no, I would just like, no, I'm not going. Enjoy yourself. Me and Ziggy are going to stay in Chicago. I'll see you when you're back here in a, in a real city because it's just terrible there. Like, I understand why people live there because they're sick of the cold, but the hot is worse. It's just much worse. And people and animals that can kill you or just stab <laughs> you and just go on about their business like those uh, coyotes, you know, Shane Doan and all those guys and the scorpions. I'm good. And members here of the- I am. <laughs> There it is. All right. <laughs> that, about, I'm sorry. That, that about does it. But yeah, Mark, you know, I think you, you know, we, we got to your call late. Uh, but you, I think you've kind of heard our thoughts on Kibble on yesterday's show, and we're we're in agreement there. And we are in agreement on the on adding Starling Marte. Remember, we wanted to have our Marte Parte as early as uh, May, right? Um, and he, you saw what a you know how great he was for the A's, and he's a free agent, so you could still get yourself a Marte Parte mm-hmm. uh, in twenty twenty two, which I, I would absolutely love. That a guy who can do it all on on the field. I don't care about the handedness. I uh, feel like we're gonna just like let's run it back. Oh, with what they have, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, well, there's plenty more time in the offseason for us to be pessimistic about what they're going to do. Um, let's see. I think we – no, that was it. Mark called twice to clarify, um, y- you know, uh, something else. But, yeah, that, that's all the calls we have. Uh, we'll take a quick time out here, and we will wrap it up and preview Monday show next year on Locked on White Sox. And Locked on White Sox is brought to you by – our friends at Bet Online. Did you know Bet Online is back and they're better than ever? All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro, college, and football action this season. Bears got a big matchup here uh, coming up a division rivalry, one of the great rivalries in all of sports Bears and Packers this Sunday. We have no idea as of our recording of this show. Uh, the status of Justin Fields after leading the Bears to a big victory on the road in Vegas. Uh, the early lines here without knowing who the starting quarterback for the Bears who are going to be at home at noon on Sunday. Right now, Bears are currently four-and-a-half-point dogs here. So if you want to get in on that over-under set at 45, Bet Online is the place where you want to place your action. They've got a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests. And Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, 50%. Don't forget to use our promo code LOCKDOWN. Football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season, like betting against the Astros. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet in all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the games start. All right, here we go. It's our first Monday without baseball to recap. Mondays are usually my favorite show of the week during the course of the regular season because we have usually three games to talk about and lots of big picture stuff and it's fast moving and we don't dwell too much on on one game. Those are usually my favorite shows, but uh, let me check my White Sox postseason calendar here. They're not playing this weekend, so I don't know what the hell we're going to do other than a mailbag and if we, you know, Hit us up. Let us know off-season stuff you guys want us to get into. Maybe I think what we're going to do is if we don't get enough uh, voicemails and emails, which, of course, you can send yours to LockedOnSocks at gmail.com. That's LockedOnSocks at gmail.com. And the voicemail is 312-566-8727, 312-566-8727. And, and let me add, you guys being able to carry us through here the last three shows, three-ish shows with your voicemails, that's been a big help. 
it feels like we're talking to someone and it feels like it's interactive and you guys get to vent. I love that. You guys came through big time for us. So uh, if you appreciated the show throughout the course of the year, we appreciate you guys for reciprocating and, and being a big part of the show because it's important that we talk to you people. And it's not just uh, Herb and I talking to each other because we do that enough in the score studio. So uh, we're going to do that on Monday, a little mailbag. And I have my roster plans, my, 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 Knee-jerk reactions to what the Sox need in 2022. Herb, I'd like you to come to the table with the same. We'll go over some names at some key mm-hmm. positions, and uh, we'll try to figure out how to make this team better uh, with the limited financial resources, as we know the Sox have. So it, we'll, we'll figure it all out here, and we'll do it all together. That's on Monday show on Locked on Sox. That is Chris Tannehill at Chris Tannehill. Me, Herb Lawrence, Ecknerwall23. Our show is at Locked on Sox on Twitter, on Instagram, and thank you for making Locked On Socks your first listen every day. Locked On Socks is free and available on all platforms, including Locked On Socks on YouTube. Go there and subscribe right now. Thank you, Chris. My name's Herb. It's sad, but we got a weekend here to just forget about all the White Sox troubles. Don't watch any more baseball. It just makes it Bears. Bears. Yes, exactly. Uh, don't watch that either. It's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> on Locked On Socks. <laughs>